Hello and welcome to Status Of. I'm your host and part-time pop-up ad blocker, AJ Miller. Today, we are taking a look at the status of privacy, specifically privacy policy changes and how that will affect you both as a consumer and uh, as a marketer, really. Uh, Digital marketing has come a long way since its premiere back in the Mesozoic era of the internet. Gone are the days of repetitive pop-up after pop-up of who knows what. You may not be in the market for sexy females in your area, but the archaic algorithm of the time do not care. Uh, Nowadays, it feels like if you even breathe the thought of a product, you get a display ad, Facebook boosted posts, Instagram ads, you get a personalized singing telegram at the door. It just feels very invasive. Personally, I like things cater to me, (laughs) but I also host a podcast and I like attention. Turns out not everyone is like that and people like their privacy. Here to help us make sense of the public privacy mess is Abby, Agency Chief Marketing Officer and uh, currently being followed by Ellen on, on Twitter, not not in real life. Uh, Mr. Brian Allison. Brian, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I love that you uh, are being followed by Ellen. <laughs> I do too. I didn't even know that until you pointed it out uh, about a month ago. <laughs> I have oh. no idea how that happened. I have no relationship, but it's, I don't uh, know why it's so funny, but like somebody, yeah, uh, one of our coworkers added you in the general channel on Slack and was like, oh, excuse me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a bigger deal than I thought. Well, I mean, you are a big deal. Let's, let's be honest here. You were one of the first people at um, Vegas.com, correct? I was actually the first person at Vegas.com. See, you were the person. I've been using the internet for many years, and during my time in Las Vegas, I've had the pleasure of meeting celebrities ranging from Mike Tyson to Flava Flav to David Copperfield. So, yeah, I'm a very Vegas guy. David Copperfield is both very random and a very Vegas-y thing, I feel like. <laughs> so you're here today to talk to us about privacy policy changes that are happening um, everywhere, it seems like, right? Like the biggest thing that's happening is um, Facebook is having some beef with Apple. What is going on there? So that's definitely the most public, and it's because Facebook and Apple have been fighting it out. I mean, Facebook's been taking out full-page ads and, and <laughs> doing pop-ups that warn people that if they don't opt into this new tracking that Apple has implemented, they might start charging for Facebook, which is probably an empty threat. But how it all started Ooh. is Facebook, or excuse me, Apple in the latest version of iOS 14.5, prior apps could kind of opt you in without asking to, mm-hmm. to being tracked. Mm. So what that means is they were able to do retargeting um, when you came to Facebook, if you had visited another app or another website or, or some other piece of content that was a partner of theirs. So if, if, if that's how you would see an ad, let's say you visited a travel website and then you went to Facebook and you started receiving targeted ads. And remember, this is for mobile only. Right. Um, but if you did it through your iPhone, that, that, that all worked. What Apple did in 14.5 is they introduced an opt-in, and you, you might have seen it if you've upgraded, but it's a pop-up that says, do you want to allow this app to track you? Facebook basically said what this is, what's going to happen is, I mean, they, they tried to, to portray it as this is going to hurt a lot of small businesses who depend upon that tracking to know how effective their ad dollars are being spent right. by being able to see how people are converting when they when they come through Facebook mobile. Um, Apple was like, tough luck. This is a privacy <laughs> issue. Facebook is just angry they're going to lose ad revenue. So they're trying to, to 
to vilify us and make us look like the bad guys. Um, mm-hmm. And and so far, I mean, everything I've read, only five percent of the public has opted into this new Facebook tracking. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, most people, when given the when when they see a pop up that says, "Will you allow this app to track you?" <laughs> they say no. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm like you. I say yes because I want more targeted information. I think it's a benefit. Yeah. But a lot of people are like. Hell no, I don't want that. And the other big one that's coming out is that Google, um, there's, a, there's a, a piece of code that gets written to your computer when you visit a website called a cookie. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just like a little snippet um, that sits on your computer and, and lets different websites track you throughout the internet. And right. Google has said they're going to go away from cookies and, and tracking individual websites or, or individual computers and go to more of a cohort system where they're looking at like people. And, 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 and instead of being so granular, they're going to be a lot broader in their approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been very vague on the details. They've been vague on the timing. No one knows when that's actually going to happen or what it's going to mean. Um, but there's, oh, there's just a lot of privacy discussions going on right now. And it's, it's really these technology companies. Part of it is it's business. I mean, Apple right. and Facebook, they're, they're like, there are business reasons why they're fighting. Um, but part of it is also um, that they're trying to get ahead of legislation that might force them to make changes about how they market to people. Uh, Facebook has kind of released a plan on how to combat this almost. What do you, what do you think of this? Yeah, and, and that's what a lot of these companies are, are starting to talk about. And, and it's getting, they call it first party data verification. So what they're asking their partners to do or the advertisers who work with them to do is to put a tracking pixel on their websites mm. that goes directly back to Facebook so that it doesn't have to go through Apple. And oh. if enough companies do that, then it, the, the issue kind of goes away. But the, the problem is there are a lot of companies that aren't sophisticated enough or they don't know how to manage it or they have to ask a partner to do it for them or whatever. So it just it will involve some extra work on behalf of companies. But as an example, we've done it for all of our clients. Um, but there's some clients whose websites we don't manage and we don't have access to. And so it, it can be tough explaining to them what this is, why they need to do it, and why they need to pay their, you know, whoever manages their website, you know, 100 bucks to make a change. So that's, that's where the disconnect comes. Uh, in our blog that addresses uh, the privacy policy changes, which you can read right now at the abbyhc.com, uh, there is a part that kind of breaks down relying on context as opposed to personal identifiers. Can you explain? A little- yeah, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Um, what What is going to end up happening probably? I mean, first of all, the one thing with Google and a lot of their rules is mm-hmm. if, you, if you read what they've said so far, it is they're talking about... Um, the Google Display Network and some of the other um, Google paid search and a lot of the t- tools that they can control, YouTube, mm-hmm. all those, they're opted out of this. So, so oh. basically they're going to continue. They, may, they might not use cookies, but they have such a huge footprint and such a huge ecosystem. They're going to still be able to track people throughout that ecosystem. Because if you think about it, I mean, how many people do you know who have a Gmail account? How many people actually log out of that Gmail account? Oh, right. Not many. And so as you're surfing the internet and there's Google ads on many, many, many of the websites you visit, Google is continuing to track you. And they, they will continue to do that even if they make some of these changes. 
But what 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 a lot of companies are are going to probably start doing or or supporting is is this idea where they look at groups of people and they figure out anonymous ways to kind of group those people together so that they know okay this group of people goes to pet websites a lot so they mm. must be pet lovers so again it gets away from like Brian goes to these websites and more of people who look like Brian or who are identified through those kind of first party tracking mm. methodologies so all of the websites that are owned by a media group or, or have Google ads on them they'll start to to manage those and and display ads based on those audiences versus that more individual or granular level. That's so interesting. Like you said the thing about, um, you know, how many people have a Gmail account? I use my Gmail account for everything. I sign into websites with it. Like, that's so interesting. I didn't even think about that. A few years ago, um, we were doing advertising uh, with Facebook and they said, we, hey, we finally have the Facebook sign out page. Um, available as a as a um, advertising opportunity, and we're like people sign out of Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> and they they it was millions and I mean obviously when you have that many people who use the platform, right. anything is going to be huge, but it was shocking how many people sign out and and but you start to think okay if you're if you use a shared computer and this is changing as computers become more affordable, people right. use mobile devices, they, they use different types, but cause this is a few years ago, but not everybody has, you know, their own computer that they can leave logged into everything all the time. So what can you do if you are a business owner or you're looking for, you know, somebody to help you out? What can you do to make sure that your business doesn't, you know, get left behind? Cause you need some of these things. I feel like you need, yeah. Some of this info that you can normally get. Well, I mean, obviously we, we try to provide that. I mean, that's, you know, the, the pitch for the Abbey agency <laughs> is that's one of the, that's what you pay us to do. You pay us to pay attention to this stuff. You pay us to make sure that your website's compliant. We, you pay us to make sure that your advertising is, is effective. Right. Um, it's, I, I think it's like a lot of things when, when the internet first started up, everybody's like, Oh, this is awesome. You don't have to go through salespeople. You don't, you know, small businesses can finally mm-hmm. work to advertise and they can find target markets. And that's still true. That's true for a lot of companies. But um, as things get bigger, as things become more complicated, you know, I mean, I used to write, I, I could create websites, but it's probably been 20 years since anybody would let me touch any website <laughs> beyond one for my family or whatever, because it's, it's just become far too technical and you need special. Oh, yeah. But I would say that, that, you know, the biggest thing that people, if, if you're advertising, if you're doing it on your own, there are a lot of tutorials. And, and again, people shouldn't overreact. They need to remember that like the Facebook Apple issue that we're talking about is for mobile. Um, one right. of the first things we always recommend people do is they install Google Analytics on their website. It's free. It is easy to do. And even if you never look at most of the data that it gathers, you can find out how many people who are coming to your website are using mobile versus desktop. And Ooh. once you know that, you, if you find out you know, 10% of my visitors are on mobile and 90% on desktop, and, and you're not advertising on Facebook, well, who cares? It's right. <laughs> but, um, and, and remember, it's only Apple, people using Apple devices, um, mobile devices, visiting Facebook. For Facebook advertisers, oh, right, right. this affects. Right. So it, it's it's a lot of people, but it's not like you know the entire world. Exactly. So There's that, Android that, users too. Exactly. Right. So you need to, and and for a lot of people, I mean, iOS. We, you know, if you're in the Apple ecosystem, you think everybody uses it. <laughs> 
Android has a far larger install base mm-hmm. because it's cheaper. And there's just so again, you, you know, you get a little bit of statistical knowledge, and if you are advertising, um, pay attention to that. If you decide you're going to advertise, then take appropriate steps to to know kind of what you're dealing with. So I think people shouldn't overreact to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, as a business owner, just make sure you're informed or do a little research. And it's not as scary or complicated as it might seem. Right. I mean, the best thing you could do as a business owner is just call us. Just check our website. <laughs> of course. But, but again, I mean, it's a big world of people who are advertising. And oh, totally. Some of them, they don't need an agency. And exactly, that's right. fine. Um, but you know, uh, that, that is one of the reasons though, that we have the blog post, you know, you don't have to pay to read that. We, <laughs> we think part of what we do, um, is, is helping other people and sharing knowledge and, um, maybe someday when their business grows and they're bigger, they'll say, Hey, I should call those guys. They seem pretty smart. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, we, um, definitely have a lot of resources on our website for, you know, mom and pop shop who need some help. Absolutely. Um, so definitely if you are a business owner, definitely check out our website. I'm going to. I'm going to plug us again. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, it's our web. It's our podcast. We should. Right? This That's true. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> um, we're almost done here. I don't want to take any more of your time, but um, w- one more question, really. Um, the marketing landscape has changed drastically and will continue to do so with so much emphasis on privacy nowadays. What do you think the marketing realm would look like, say, five to 10 years from now? I think the biggest problem around a lot of this is the laziness factor. Mm. And it's kind of like you were talking about in the introduction. There's nothing more frustrating than when you get poorly targeted ads that clearly have nothing to do with you. I mean, sometimes it's just funny. And right. Like, how the hell did they figure that out? So I think that, that transparency is part of it. I mean, most people don't realize this, but you can go download from Facebook, Apple, um, I have a buddy who it's like his hobby. He does this every once in a while. He just goes and pulls all the privacy data that a lot of these companies have. And, and it, it, oh. it, it'll take like a week sometimes for the report to come back because there's so much of it. But it, it can be really interesting to see why they think you want to see that ad. And oh. at most websites, if you look up, how do I get my private information from Facebook, Twitter, Google, Apple, you'll get a link, you go, you sign in and they'll send you a report and they'll show you all of the tracking that they do about you. So I think that's step one is that, you know, uh, consumers are going to know that's out there and they're going to start looking at that stuff more. But the other thing is I think the industry needs to get better at it. Like if you give us your birthday and you give us your name and you give us some information about you, we should really treat that with respect and we should make sure that we use that effectively to give you information that you want. Like if you get ads that are valuable to you and you get content that's free because you know it's being paid for with advertising and it's done in a responsible manner and and an effective way, it's a value. I I mean, if I'm shopping for a car and I start getting really relevant content, that's paid content, but it's advertising Mm -hmm. and it's, it's useful and it's informative and it's not just, you know, junk and it's the kind of car that I'm looking for. I, I'm going to view that as a benefit. That's saving. Oh me yeah. hundred percent. But if it's just a bunch of junk and a bunch of, you know, pretty shots of cars and, and cars that I would never buy or whatever, then it, it's irritating. So I, it just comes back to, I think the industry being more respectful and more targeted and more smart, intelligent about the way that they, they, provide this information and that they they treat it more more as an asset 
and not right. just as a given. Because that's, I mean, the biggest problem with the internet has been everybody assumes that the trade-off is I give up my privacy, but I get all this free, this great free content. And that only goes so far if the, the people who are providing the content aren't, you know, valuing your personal information, but assume it's just theirs. Right. So I, th- I, I just think, I, I think there'll be more, I think people get better at it. I think there'll be more transparency. You know, it's not going away. People are either going to, in, in 10 years, you're either going to have to pay for Facebook or Facebook is going to have to do a better job at tailoring things to you so that you're willing to give up more information to them. Brian, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I know you're a very busy man. You know, the agency just has a lot of things going on and you help push along so many things. So uh, I really enjoyed this. This was, this was fun. Yeah, no, me too. Brian, we should do it more. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. That does it for Status Of. I'm your host, AJ Miller. Until next time, stay fierce.